0: Welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sadman. In this podcast, you and I can learn about jazz, old and new, together. We'll hear a wide variety of selections and explore different topics each week. We'll also get a sense of what to listen for to enhance our experience. Coming through Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Discovering Jazz. Today, Due to doing a lot of preparation for our move from Peterborough to Victoria, I'm just going to relax and listen to some great music. Of course, it's hard to keep myself from talking about the tunes I play, but I'll try to keep it brief. So, lots of music, not much talk. Starting with one of my favorite Bill Evans tunes, Waltz for Debbie, Cannonball Adderley does it, and he changes it to 4-4 Time, turning Debbie into a swinger with a piano intro by Bill Evans. 1961. Saxophonist Cannonball Adderley with Bill Evans on piano, Connie Kay drums, and Percy Heath on bass. Well, we just finished a fun weekend celebrating International Jazz Day, which is actually officially today, April 30th, when this podcast of Discovering Jazz is being uploaded. You're probably sick of me promoting the Jane Bennett and McKeckie concert every chance I had, and now the concert's over. One surprise was a new member touring with them, originally from Zimbabwe. It's jazz singer Joanna Majoko from 2011. Here's her version of Softly as in a Morning Sunrise.
1: Are the passions that thrill And lead you high to heaven Are the passions that kill
0: Anna Majoko. For those of you fortunate enough to hear McKeckie during their 2019 world tour, which included Peterborough, you heard her live. Um, unfortunately, I don't know who was playing with her on that particular track. I can't find any such information on that. But next, how about some later Miles Davis, when some people were saying that he was straying from jazz and going into rock and pop this is from a concert in Japan in 1988. A tune is written by Marcus Miller as a dedication to Desmond Tutu and this is called Tutu. to miles davis with aaron davis on electronic percussion kenny garrett flute and richard patterson bass lots of bass here even designated a fellow who goes simply by the name of foley as lead bass let's have some more music with the lead bass i saw this man at the havana jazz festival in 2014 and was quite impressed he goes by the name of snow owl and he is from columbia Now living in Vienna, here is a step toward vision.
2: (music) Oh, my God.
0: Fascinating? Snow Owl. I'm really on a roll here with bass, so let me make you a promise. When we make our move to Victoria, BC, I'm going to seek out a knowledgeable Victoria bassist, and we'll do a whole Discovering Jazz program on jazz bass. Excited? In the meantime, here's a 12-piece band led by another bassist, the late Sam Jones their interpretation of Stella by Starlight. Now give a listen to the pianist and I'll tell you who he is afterward. So the pianist on that 1979 Sam Jones record is none other than Fred Hirsch, who has since been described as perfection on piano, and he's been a great influence on a number of young pianists, even Brad Meldow. This recording was only the fourth record that Hirsch ever played on, five years before he made his first album under his own name. That was Stella by Starlight from the Sam Jones 12-piece band. Okay, next, a discovery that I made a couple years ago thanks to an album that I found in a thrift shop, a jazz accordion player. Not as famous as Art Van Damme, but a very creative musician and accordion maker, Tommy Gamina. I could talk a lot about him, but this episode of Discovering Jazz is called Lots of Music, Not Much Talk. So I think I'll shut up and play this duet of Tommy Gamina and guitarist Joe Pass their rendition of Secret Love. Speaking of unusual instruments for jazz, would you believe jazz French horn? There are a few jazz French horn players and one of the best is a man named Giovanni Hoffer. Here is Brasilvia from 2008. I used to play French horn, but nothing like that. I do play keyboard and a bit of bass guitar, and I'd love to find people in the Victoria area to jam with. If you're interested, email me at larry at windsong.bc.ca. And for anybody, if you like this program, go to iTunes under Podcasts, and under this program's title, Discovering Jazz, click Reviews and Ratings. Right at the top of the first review, there is a link for you to leave a review. I'd love it if you left one. Just to encourage you, I'll play something wonderful right now. A Cuban pianist named Roberto Fonseca with Bulgarian singer Ferromata Diawara. This tune is called Bibisa. I really like that. It's a little bit jazz, a little bit world music. That's Roberto Fonseca with Ferromata de Awara. Something Canadian now, but with a New Orleans tinge. From Toronto, the Heavyweights Brass Band. This is called Nueva Orleans. Hey!
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the sound. Heavyweights, brass band, and no will get it. Avisa a los muchachos, a Carabato, a toda esa gente que se metan adentro. Es el swing cubano, es el swing, es el swing canadiense. Okay? Dale, 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 dale. A la Billy, a I need a boy, I el a boy, I can't be no, i i Pasa por La Habana y ver a Elisa que está ahí, mira, castigando. Y me para Nuevo Linn. Nueva. Olín. Es buena, Juanango. Luego pasa por allá, por Granada y ver a Zulita. El y mira. Y me para Nuevo Linn. Chris. Ese es el sonido, man. El sonido. That's right. Put funk. Put funk. Put up flow. Show. Hey Chris, otra vez. Oh. Dale, dale, muchacho. Woo. Give it up. Give it up. New Orleans. Give it up. Estas son las cosas que pasan directamente in Toronto, Canada, man with the de la habana oh get saca 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 todo eso ahí saca todo eso ahí todo el menudo ese ahí eh
0: This is Discovering Jazz, and my name is Larry Saidman. Hey, that took me by surprise. <laughs> Today's program is simply called Lots of Music, Not Much Talk. Keeping things light, here's a Puerto Rican flute player and a tune called Passion Fruit, Nestor Torres. Because I'm in the midst of a move from Peterborough, Ontario to Victoria, B.C. or somewhere near there, I'm going to take a few weeks off to get settled in so I won't be posting any new Discovering Jazz programs. But don't panic. I'll go over some of my archives and repost a few of those programs that I want to rediscover. Next week, for example, I think I'll post episode number eight from over a year ago where musicologist Michael Morris talks about Thelonious Monk. To prepare you, I'll end today's episode with Michael Morse talking about Charlie Parker. Then play a tune that illustrates what Michael is talking about. It's a Charlie Parker tune called Confirmation. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now. You're listening to Discovering Jazz coming your way thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Composers like Charlie Parker or Lenny Shustano, uh, Diz Gillespie to a degree, would compose songs that set up their improvisations by being in the style of their improvisation uh it's it's hard to tell the difference between a song like Donna Lee or confirmation perhaps from the solos that follow it in terms of the notes and in the and the concept that follows i mean there there's there's no there's, there's very little uh repetition in uh in Charlie Parker's songs they they're more or less what's, what's sometimes called through composed i mean they, they will repeat at the level of the section but sometimes not even there And there are pieces of Charlie Parker, so called pieces, that are really just improvisations, things he made up on the spot.